When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Welcome back. This week, we are talking about the impact of stress on your relationship. And today, I want to talk to you about the different types of stress you might experience in your relationship. So there is stress that's outside of your relationship, and then there's stress that's inside of your relationship. Stress that's outside of your relationship are the stressors you feel that are not caused by the person you're in a relationship with. So this might be feeling stressed at school, feeling stressed with your finances, feeling stressed because of traffic, feeling stressed because something's going on with your physical health. So you're experiencing that stress outside of your relationship. Then of course there's stress that's experienced because of your relationship. You and your partner are fighting all of the time. You don't respect each other. You're not getting along. You're worried you're going to get divorced. What we're going to be looking at is the stress outside of your relationship. Because what I found when I work with couples is that if couples are not good at navigating the stress outside of their relationship, what happens is that they get on each other's nerves. They get into fights with each other. They don't feel supported. And ultimately, their relationship starts to feel really yucky. When we experience stress outside of the relationship, the ideal is that we have a partner who helps us to soothe those feelings of stress. Unfortunately, the norm is often that the person we're in a relationship with makes us feel worse. And that's not what they want necessarily, but The thing about stress is, is that it's kind of contagious. And so if you're feeling stressed and you walk in the door and you're talking about that stress, it's really likely that your friend, your partner, your colleague, your family member, whoever it is, is going to start feeling that stress in their own body. And I want to talk about two ways that they might respond to your stress. And you can think about your own experiences with this. One way is that they might respond in a way that co-regulates. This means that you express something stressful that's happened. Oh my gosh, there was so much traffic. Or I just had the worst experience at work. Everyone rolled their eyes at me when I presented my project or no one listened to me. And co-regulated response would be that even though your partner might feel your stress in their body, that they notice it and they soothe themselves before responding to you. And they do that by taking a deep breath or calming their voice down or taking it slow. So they might say something like, oh, that sounds really hard. What they just did was they recognized that what you experienced was stressful and then they responded to you in a manner that was actually helping them to soothe, but is often a cue to help you soothe as well. 
Now, the other way that people might respond is by dysregulating. And what this means is that they notice that stress in their body. And instead of calming themselves down, they dysregulate. They roll their eyes. They say, why do you always have to bring these things up as soon as you walk in the door? They play devil's advocate and they say something like, well, maybe your boss had a point. Or have you ever thought that if you went in a different direction to come home from work, it would be easier for you that maybe you wouldn't hit so much traffic? They tell you, and I I told you so. I told you that you shouldn't have done it that way. Why did you do it that way? So their stress within their body isn't regulated and they give you a stress response. And when you are stressed and someone gives you a stress response, it's likely that you're going to get more stressed. And then what happens is that people feel as if they've been turned against, which would be that response of, oh, I told you so. Or they feel like they've been turned away from, which would be their partner saying something like, I can't take this anymore and kind of walking out of the room. And you can imagine the impact on a relationship is that ultimately you don't feel like you have that emotional bond and that safety and that security. And so what happens over time is you're going to be less likely to go to the other person with your stress. Now, a really important hallmark of a strong relationship is that you can bond in moments of pain and in moments of joy. And a moment of pain is stress. And so if you're not able to successfully bond with someone when you're feeling stressed, the relationship isn't gonna feel too good. So we wanna learn, number one, how do we within ourselves present our stress in a way where we're working really hard to regulate internally so that we're not increasing the stress of the person listening to us. And we also want to take responsibility on the other end for when someone else is having a stress response, which is going to happen in our relationships, that we're able to recognize that there's a little bit of a contagion there. And that when they walk in the door and they feel stressed, that our irritated response isn't because they're a terrible person. It's because we've started to have stress hormones released in our body that we are responsible for soothing so that we can be there for that other person. Because that's the point of being in relationships, to be there for each other. So learning to co-regulate. So today, what I want you to think about is co-regulation. And I want you to think about the last time that someone talked to you about their stress. And I want you to identify what are some of the things that start happening to you. Maybe you'll say, I start to get short-fused. I start to feel irritated. I start to notice that my voice raises. And then I want you to create some sort of intention for yourself. How do you intend to react next time someone is talking to you about their stress? I intend to speak slowly. I intend to enter the conversation with curiosity before I just tell them something. I intend to take deep breaths so I can keep my voice calm. And I want you to challenge yourself to enter into those experiences being a co-regulator instead of a dysregulator. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at LizListens. 
Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love hearing from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash good risings, ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.